Hello and welcome to the 4PR podcast. My name is Daniel Nelson and in this episode we've got a lovely set of interviews for you. We hear from Dan who talks about the expansion plans over the coming year, how it's going to streamline the business and the beer making and how it's going to improve the working space for everybody. Graham has now been with us for two years and he's seen the growth in the customer experience grow from two tours a week to 25. And we speak to Travis, a new starter working in IT support who's recently arrived from New Zealand. But first, we're going to kick off with Nicole, another member of the two-year club. Now, Nicole works in grocery and has just seen some amazing changes over the last couple of years. So we're going to hear all about that and a little bit about Nicole herself. Listen in. Okay. Hi, Nicole. Hello. <laughs> Two years. Yeah. Almost exactly-ish. Ish, yeah. Uh, end of March. So of what March. are we now? End of April. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. The, the carriage clock's on its way. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and you're back bright and early. You've got back from... Greece. From Greece. Yeah, was yeah. That, was that just a holiday? It was a holiday. We went to four islands. Wow. Yeah. Was it paradise? I've never been to Greece. Oh, it's beautiful. Is it? Yeah. It's, it, it's weather wasn't as good as it was here over the weekend. Oh, really? <laughs> That's one of those yeah. headlines you see in the tabloid. Yeah. Like, Bermondsey, yeah. going to be hotter than Greece. <laughs> okay. Pretty much. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but it was lovely. Got a tan, uh-huh. ate a lot of feta. Okay, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and, you did, okay with and that. you did a half marathon? Yes, I like, did. Was that your I first did. or have you done a few? Uh, it's my first in a lot of years. So, okay. uh, yeah, pretty much got back from Australia in October last year and mm-hmm. couldn't run 4K. So, okay. yeah. You were like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to just jump straight just, to a yeah, half marathon. Let's sign up and do a half marathon. Yeah, so 21K in the bag. Feta fueled? Yeah, feta fueled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then. Um, Got another one on the 19th of May, the Hackney Half. Okay. And are you just yeah. going to back them up throughout the year? I don't know. I think two. It's like you do so much training for one. Yeah. And then... You might as well do yeah, two. Yeah, exactly. See that and then what I've discovered is then you don't have to do anything for ages. Because yeah. you go, I can run a half marathon. <laughs> exactly. Like three years later, and I can run a half marathon. And then you can't run 4K, no. <laughs> which is what happened. <laughs> and then back into the cycle again. Exactly. Okay. And, exactly. and, and is, is running one of those things that you do to relax or just to keep fit? Uh, keep fit, I think. Okay. Yeah. Do yeah, you it enjoy it? Do you enjoy the process? It's easier once you're actually out there running. Like mm-hmm. getting up and going is the hardest part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, once you're out, it's fine. Until your legs give out, and then you got shaky legs. And have you, have you got favourite running routes around London? To uh, yeah, in? I'm in uh, New Crossway, so okay. I go along the Thames Path, which is quite nice. Oh, lovely. Yeah. But yeah. You, I bet you've learned loads about London. Yeah. Well, no, because you're in your own head pretty much okay. the whole time going, just make it home without... You can do you it, can do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, So, yeah, so you reminded me that we spoke about four months into your yes, job. Yes, we did. Yeah. I think it was about that. Gosh. Kind of scary as well. I um, know. The what role did you go into, and are you, is it is yeah, it a similar kind of thing? It's still the same role, but it's just expanded. I yeah. guess. Yeah. So uh, off trade channel controller. So when I off fir- trade channel yeah. controller. What does that mean? It means uh, looking after the supermarkets okay. um, and uh, beer boxes and online and hopefully convenience and okay. the, the likes. Okay, mm. okay. So what, do, do you remember your first day? Yes, I do. Okay. Very much so. Tom was about to, well, Tom's wife was about to have her second right, baby. Okay. And okay. Tom was doing the role before, so it was pretty much a very big handover of emails. Right, <laughs> uh, before the baby came. Pretty like, much, yeah. 
pretty much. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of just reading email after email and seeing where we were at with all the different right. retailers. And where were you at then? Um, would we have we had M and S? Tom, yeah. So M and S, we'd have M and S for a few years then, and mm-hmm. um, and then Tesco. We'd just gone direct with Tesco, okay. so okay. and that was pretty much it off the top of my head. A bit, a few beer boxes here and there. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. And. Uh, and now, <laughs> yeah. where are we at? Um, now, I've just had my biggest month ever. Wow. Which is, yeah, wow. a few. Congratulations. In the four numbers takes of the hectoliters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so it's, it's coming into um, the summer and it's just, yeah, okay. everyone wants beer, which is good. It's great. Um, so is that kind of more stores? Of Tesco's or yeah. is it in other? Yeah, a lot more Tesco stores. Okay. So, um, yeah, a lot more Tesco stores now, which is good. Yeah. Um, Waitrose as well. Yeah. Um, Shapeshifter, I see Waitrose. Shapeshifter and Easy Peeler as well. Yeah. Um, so we're just going on to a promotion there. So that's helped the sales a bit, which is okay. nice. Okay. Um, yeah, and we've got uh, the big Flavorly uh, collaboration of the five beers, which is... Right. Um, which is a nice amount of uh, cans going out into the hands of many people, which is okay. quite nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's all busy. Okay, so, <laughs> and, I mean, one of the, su- the the difference in the supermarkets when you started yes, and now um, is incredible. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's probably the, the, the part of craft beer sales that has shifted most yeah. in the last two years. Oh, right? yeah, definitely. I think when I started, uh, supermarkets were probably about, like, 15 percent mm-hmm. of our total volume and it's up there about 30 35 now right so oh, okay. um yeah it's shifted it's amazing to be a part of it actually it's constantly changing right so you know having just session and pills and uh pale yeah back in the day and then now being able to put daintree mango smoothie ipa and uh, hibiscus sour sure. onto the shelf is uh, pretty exciting okay do you do okay I have lots of questions. Okay. Do, uh, um, in terms, okay. So in terms of four pure beers, yes, you're right. It was pills. It was pale, and it was uh, session. 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 Um, so, are you finding that the same supermarkets are now just being more diverse in what they buy? Do they always buy those core? Yeah. So the core um, has. It depends on which supermarket, but mm-hmm. it, it shifts. Sessions always been like that. That number one range which is good Um, and then they're creating more space for more exciting beers they're actually taking from the likes of Foster's etc which um, yeah Yeah. is exciting and multi-packs as well which helps okay okay so they're so so, oh, so they buy multi packs of four pure beers. Obsession, yeah. Yeah, obsession. Yeah, Those little four packs. Yeah, little four pack and six pack of pills as well. Okay, okay, okay and then when you how do you sell in the kind of the one-offs then and the, the season um we depends on again depends on the retailer but uh they tend to have two range reviews a year right so they'll either have a brief of what they want so it depends again if they come some retailers say we want a british beer okay. and some retailers say we want your best liquid right and then put that forward and okay yeah and so you send it to them and they go great Let's we'll have, have it, it or, we, or won't. we won't have it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. So, so that's then, quite a nerve-wracking time for you, is it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of work. Does everything build up to these range reviews? Uh, yeah, pretty much the last range review for a big retailer yeah. um, was starting, the next range review was starting before we'd actually got the current range review out the door. Right, okay. So okay, it, it's okay. a bit constant. But okay. And, and what kind of feedback are you getting from retailers, from grocery retailers, in the types of beer that people are buying? I mean, you must yeah. be able to collect a reasonable amount of yeah, data. Yeah, it's interesting. So we do get a small amount of data. So IPAs are still like 54% of the are total really? yeah, okay, sold. Okay. Um, with of pale, the craft beer range. Of craft beer range, yep, yep, yeah, yep. with pails and lagers behind that. But um, yeah, they're, they're some retailers, northern retailers say no one drinks anything under 5%. Really? Yeah, so, wow. so that one's an interesting one. So with really? our core range okay. not really hitting that 5% number. So right, right. there's that that obstacle there. Okay. And then there's also some that just literally say, I want your best liquid. What do you have? Wow. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, which is... Okay. Uh, and what do you send them? Well, I go to John and say, help. <laughs> what do you want to make? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So some of that is collaborations as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which okay. is cool. Yeah. So um, currently got Dane Tree, which is a smoothie um, IPA, um, which is a co collab with Tiny Rebel right. and Tesco. Yeah, okay. So that comes down to actually the two breweries sitting down and saying, what should we do? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. And, and how has your day to day changed then? Um, is it just more? You said you just came back to how many emails? One thousand and fifteen or so. Sure, it's mostly spam. Well, that's not <laughs> no, even spam for no, 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 it's no, not. It's I was not. deleting okay. the spam while we were on holiday. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's busy, but um, just at the moment until next Wednesday, mm. it's just me and the off trade okay. in regards to the sales team. Um, yep. So uh, hired uh, Nikki, who will be joining, um, which will be very nice. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so you okay. might get her on yeah, the new starter. Yeah, the new starter, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, we've so you're gonna be a team of two? A team of two, yes. Great so oh, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah, so hopefully it depends what we, we, we do, but hopefully Nikki will take on that um, convenience side and then help me in the admin on the, Supermarket side. Okay. Okay. And are there a lot of hoops to jump through with supermarkets more than yeah, other places? Yeah, yeah. What in terms of packaging or in terms of um, the style of beer uh, or labelling? Everything really. Like it, it's it's when there's big volume on the on the table, it's yeah. like how best can we be the one to be on shelf versus somebody else. So right, right, you know, right. for me it's running around the office a lot being like to Grace mm -hmm. on MPD product and to Linda, do we have enough stock? Or right, okay. John, what beer can we put forward? And yeah, yeah. yeah. So the packaging team have been uh, labeling all of those one offs for Tesco. And um, yeah, right. they've been doing a very good job because okay. it's a lot of beer. Bless. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Just <laughs> Thank a you. Shout out. Thank you very much. And, and has the company changed as you expected it to when you joined or is it? Yeah, yeah, there's been a lot of change. It's, it's just, that's kind of, I was at Red Bull before, so okay. um, it, it, I really enjoy working at a smaller business where, you know, you've got your fingers in all different pies, like trying to, okay. you know, one minute helping labeling. Yeah. Um, and that's still the same, which is quite nice. It's mm -hmm. just at a bigger 
volume now. Right. Okay. There's just a few more volumes on the, on the, on the uh, yeah. pixelators. Yeah, okay. definitely. But there's, you know, the volumes that we're targeted for for this year is big. So, okay. you know, just trying to... Did you look at the targets and go... Ooh. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, but at the moment, uh, tracking ahead. So, fingers crossed that summer, we have a good summer. Please. Please. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. Thank you for your time. No uh, best of luck with your next half marathon. Thank what time you. did you do, Greasy? Oh, I'm not fast. So no, no. Well, I'm not fast. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. But I did it I, five I minutes. I don't think it's about that. I don't think uh, yeah, it's about I was that. aiming yeah. for two hours and 30 minutes, but okay. I did two oh, hours. Right. Yeah, two hours and 25. Did so you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I've do, got are, a, do you care about kind of knocking a bit of time off yeah, the next Yeah, I want to. Yeah, okay. there was a bit of unexpected um, hills in, in uh, Greece, right, so okay, I'm, okay. I'm hoping Hackney's, Hackney's quite flat. definitely flatter. Great, so I'm yeah. hoping for a few minutes off that. Okay, yeah. well, best of luck. We'll see. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> cheers, cheers, cheers. <laughs> so, what do you reckon? A four pure running club, maybe? I bet we could string together a team. Anyway, so now we're going to hear from Travis. He's a new starter working in IT support. Uh, yeah, listen in. Welcome, Travis. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, yeah, we've only just met. How long have you been working here so far? Uh, just over a month. Okay, okay. And what um, what role are you in? I'm the IT support technician. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to resist any jokes about <laughs> turning things off. Well, um, yeah, what's your role? What's your, what's his... Uh... Um, I basically turn things off and on again. Okay, okay, okay. You did it yourself. <laughs> it's fine. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I handle the day-to-day... Support so any problems anyone has with their computer systems uh-huh. and administration of all of that. So the phones, the um, the office applications that we use, and um, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and I'm also involved in some projects like with the expansion, setting up the well, assisting in setting up the the network in that area and all that kind of stuff. So, but which is going to be quite a big job. Yeah, yeah, we're getting some guys in to actually do the cabling, but. We yeah. get to sort of, sort of work alongside them and steer them in the right direction. Okay, and you yeah. can kind of design that how you want it, rather than I presume. Presumably now, I mean, it's all spread out all over the place. Did when you arrived, you're like, oh god, it's a bit. Um, it's a well, it's a bit of a Don't clean slate, really, because yeah. <laughs> all the old all the old stuff's getting ripped out, so we're kind of starting from scratch. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, which is cool because we get to kind of set it up perfectly for the way we are going to use it. So. Yeah. 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 Okay, okay. Um, 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 where have you come from? Where did you, where were um, you before? I have come from New Zealand. Okay. I moved to London um, in mid-January. Okay, okay. Yeah. So went from middle of summer to the middle of winter. Yep, nice. <laughs> and uh, Not a good time to come, didn't they? did they not warn you? Uh, a couple of people did warn me. Uh-huh. And I read a website that said, if you are going to move to London, whatever you do, don't do it in winter. Okay. So you did. But I'd do it anyway. Yeah. And uh, it was all right. Well, once you see the worst of it and and still, if you're still here in April, then yeah, it's a start. Yeah, I kind of thought if the, first, if, uh, if the first part when I arrive is the worst part of living here yeah. and I can handle that, yeah. then the rest will be smooth sailing. So, 100%. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And what were you doing in New Zealand? Um, I worked for an electronics company who okay. manufacture um, medical alarms, okay. monitored medical alarms. Uh-huh. Yeah, which they then sell on to St. John and all those kind of companies. So right, okay. Yeah. And then, so what, what, what kind of sparked the decision to move to 
London? Um, it's been, it was something I'd been thinking about for quite a few years. Mm -hmm. um, I think the allure of kind of having Europe, you know, at your fingertips. Yeah. Um, and living here to then kind of experience that rather than just coming over f for holidays, you know, yeah. um, really kind of drew me in. And um, my best mate moved over like nine months before I did, so mm -hmm. that made it a bit easier to decide, but sure. I decided so to come along too. When, you, when yeah. you landed. And have you, I guess January, you probably haven't had much time to zoom off around. No, I haven't, zoom I haven't, I haven't left the UK yet. Okay, no. Where, where's on the agenda? Um, anywhere really, I think. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to France next month. Okay. And I'm going to Sweden and, and Norway in June, I think. Okay. Start saving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Start saving up with Norway. Um, okay, and and what you know, what, what have you been doing while you're here? What, what, do, you, do you have any sort of hobbies or is it just exploring London or you know, what do uh, you do in your spare time? Yeah, I just try to explore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Try to see places I haven't seen yet. Um, yeah. uh, I went to I went to Bristol on Monday. So okay, that's a cool city. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially in the sun. It. Yeah, it was so beautiful. It was gorgeous. Yeah, it's a little bit too hot actually. Right. Okay. I walked like 20, 23 kilometers, I think. Wow. Yeah. In the sun. Um, yeah, some good breweries down there too. Really? Oh um, yeah. <laughs> I actually, oh, I got Lost one. and grounded down there. I only had one beer while I was there, and it was a uh, a magic rock uh -huh. sour. So okay. Keep it in the family. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Best, <laughs> best keep it in the family. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, and, and was Bear something that you wanted to move into, or it was just the opportunity arose? Uh, and you yeah, just the opportunity arose. Okay. Um, I could kind of tell when I applied that it was going to be, that would be just a really great place to work, a lot of fun, and yeah, um, yeah I wasn't wrong. It's so. turned out like that. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. But um, I've, yeah, but I've, I have been interested in craft beer since it kind of became a thing yeah. know, in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, so. There's some good Kiwi breweries, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of breweries in New Zealand. I th think, mm -hmm. um, like, I think the growth there is probably on par with here. Like, they're just popping really? up wow. all the time. Yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, there's some really, really great stuff there. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, and then looking forward to the summer, I guess. Just staying. You've got a couple of trips away, but is it sitting in parks in London? Is that the uh, is that the plan? Yeah. I, I've heard that Lon that summer in London is incredible, um, and obviously I've yet to experience it. But yeah, um, yeah I'm looking forward to mm. you know s sitting in parks like everyone else and taking beers with me. Taking beers, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. taking yeah. fruity beers. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, great. Well, thanks for your time. No worries. Welcome to Four Pure. Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, anyone listening to this, say make sure you say hello. You probably haven't met everybody yet, have you? Um, Maybe you have. I've met most people, yeah. Okay. And do people just call you with problems though? Yeah, usually. Yeah. <laughs> and I just tell them to turn it off and on again. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> we'll leave it there. Cheers, right, mate. Thank cool. you for your time. Cheers. <laughs> Great, thanks Travis. Um, be sure to stop and say hello and not just say, help, can you fix my computer? Um, so yeah, welcome Travis. So now we're going to talk to Graeme. Graeme is a member of the Two Year Club and obviously you know him, he works down in the tap room and doing tours and that kind of stuff. So we're just going to hear a little bit about how that's changed over the last couple of years. Okay, and we've got another member of the Two Year Club. It's Graeme. Hi Graeme, how's it going? Very well, how are you? Yeah, good, good, good. If there's any crinkling, then it's your beard knocking the uh, yeah, the microphone. It's a double-edged sword. 
Essentially, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Best on the <laughs> Good stuff. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. I just saw you in full flow earlier. Yeah, thirty-five tour. American students. Uh huh. Um, doing a marketing and sustainability degree. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. Were they receptive? Yeah, they were good. Yeah, well, craft beer to Americans isn't the hardest sell in the it world. It's not the hardest yeah. sell. But yeah. they were younger than I thought they'd be. Right, okay, okay, okay. Still of a drinking age. Yeah, yeah. All, all IDs were checked beforehand. Oh, were they? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That's like the world's best field trip, isn't it? To a yeah, brewery. like I didn't get to do that at uni. No, 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 no. We'd go look at some sheep or something. Yeah, exactly. I did a psychology degree. There's not many field trips involved in no, that. No, 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 I can imagine, I can imagine. Um, so, uh, yeah, psychology degree, using it in any way? What, what, what has come in handy, do you reckon, from your degree? I mean, it's a science. So I was brewing for a little while before I came, like did education style stuff. Yeah. So yeah. the the sciencey background, I think, helped there. Yeah. Otherwise, absolutely nothing. Okay, okay. <laughs> Maybe you'll go back to it. Well, it's uh, yeah, I'm still British Psychological Society registered, so I could go and do like a whatever afterwards but yeah yeah okay, okay <laughs> not okay, for okay. me so um you joined two ish years ago yeah but a little bit over two years now okay yeah. okay okay and what was your job role there? so i was here two days a week um helping the then taproom manager run the taproom essentially okay. Okay. okay um just packing orders and pulling points okay and how has your role then developed over the last two years what so initially uh the taproom manager pushed me quite heavily to do brewery tours something i really was not comfortable in doing. I had a massive fear of public speaking. Right, okay. Um, you didn't seem that this morning. No, That's all gone no now. I've had a lot of practice now. Okay. Um, yeah. So he pushed me into doing it one Saturday. Yeah. Um, found that I really enjoyed it. Um, started doing that more. Then when he moved on, mm -hmm. I went into that basically full time. Um, okay. So we've ramped up the amount of brewery tours. We used to do one on a Saturday. Okay. And okay. we're now up to I think 25 in a week. So there's quite wow. a lot. We're getting a lot of like like academical institutions like that one, a lot okay. of universities come down, yep, yep. So corporate gigs and stuff like that. Right, okay, okay. And th yeah, that's a lot. Do you do you find yourself mixing it up to? You, well, you, you kind of, you tailor you tailor each experience to the group. Yeah. So yep. last week, the week before, we had 10 uh, German Bruin students. Okay. And they were proper prodding for like Super technical. And yeah, it's the, all that sort of thing. But then you'll get a stag do down that couldn't care less, and they're there they for just the beer, want to get straight to the and they just want a bit of crack and a bit of fun. So you yeah. kind of you tailor it to the grip in which, yeah, okay, which okay. makes it a lot better for me. Like I don't want to read from a, the script that I've eventually developed. Yeah, I don't want yep. to do that three times a day, sure. four, five days a week. And, and what what kind of benefit do you think having these people down and seeing the brewery and learning a bit more? In, and I guess in, in their relationship with Four Pure. Yeah, so you'll get a lot of people, and I say, well, have you been to the brewery before? No. Have you had the beer before? Yeah. Session IPA? Yeah, we got it from Tesco's. That sort yeah. of thing. So okay. they, they're used to the beer, but they have no idea about the brand. And then say it's a son, a, a mum or a dad buys them like a brewery tour voucher. Yeah. They come down and realize, oh, there's there's a lot more behind this brewery. There are people behind it. There's a, an ethos in the, obviously the adventure, things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot more underneath the surface that people don't associate with the can on shelf. Yeah, and I think I think seeing a place and meeting the people it changes your relationship with oh, the brewery. Yeah, hundred percent, definitely. In 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 such a, an important, yeah, in a deep way. In, in in as much as yeah, the next time they're in Tesco's, they're going to go. hundred percent. There's a lot of if you, if you were to take it the wrong way, it sounds like an insult. But you'll get a lot of reviews that are like, oh, it was way better than I expected it to be yeah. and things like that. Um, I think people come with the idea of what brewery tours are going to look like. Yeah. Um, and we've I've worked really hard to make sure that that's not what we do. Okay. It's much more laid back. It's a lot more 
what Four Pure does really well, rather okay. than the same sort of stuff that you would get anywhere else. For instance, what what kind of thing? I think as and we, we we always talk about this every time we do something. It's like, what do you like most about the Four Pure? It's always like, oh, the team. But the people yeah. that we have here, I think, are our biggest asset. We've got some really really good people, uh-huh. massive amount of experience, massive amount of just personality, yeah. and to bring that out in through the brand, okay, is a big part. And and do you stop around and meet people? Um, go sometimes, sometimes you'll so you'll catch some of the packaging guys off guard. Okay. Make sure they're always a hundred percent happy with that. Okay. You drill in thirty-five American students while they're trying to work and be like, "Oh, yeah. this is such and such. Say hi." And yeah, they're not happy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. And 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 what are the more difficult ones? Do you ever get difficult tours? Yeah. So sometimes a little knowledge goes a very dangerous way, okay. and you'll get people that are. Passionate amateurs, but yep. definitely amateurs. Yeah. Um, yep. Some people just don't particularly like crafty beers. They're much more into their kind of traditional eels and stuff. Yeah. So you'll put something like a raspberry sour down in front of them, and you can just see the face just go. Right. <laughs> um, okay, but okay. to be fair, ninety-nine percent of all the tours I think I've ever done, people have been great. They've yep. responded really well. Okay. Okay. And and do do they get a tasting at the end of it as well? So we actually do the tasting first. Okay. Um, because when you're when you're running the tours, it could be I don't like doing okay, so we do the tour, we do the tasting. Yeah. Okay, the tasting's finished, can you actually leave now? Because yeah, I've got to get it ready. Okay, okay. Whereas if you do the tasting in the tour, I can leave them in the tap room and then go up and do it. Job done. And that yeah. way you're giving them a belly full of beer before they tour, so they're happy anyway. Yeah, of course. And that's really what Yeah, exactly. Mostly, mostly yeah, people come for the tasting. The tour yeah. is a, a, a nice yeah. add on to have as well. Sure. And when you started two years ago, were you expecting to be doing twenty five? Oh, no, 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 definitely not. Like, my tours just take three hours on a Saturday, <laughs> and I've got them down to an hour and a half. So, yeah. It's an hour and a half tour, is it, really? <laughs> yeah, and most of that's the tasting, so it tends to be an hour tasting and a half hour okay. um, brewery tour. But, yeah, three hours. I want to come on one. I can't believe I've never done it. <laughs> oh, you're more than welcome. Okay, I'll join the next lot of uh, students. Um, yeah, and what about the company? Did, have you, did you expect it to uh, no. change it? Like, I, it I've been done? quite lucky to see... Because I came here four years ago, yep. when 4PR was really, really fresh. Right, okay. And we still had like the, the cold room in the tap room, which had the holes in the wall that yep. were pulling beer. Yep. And then I joined the company when we'd kind of swapped it out a bit, and we were p- uh-huh. big pushing in the supermarkets and things like that. Yep. 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 And then I've also been here now that we're doing a huge hospitality offering, mm-hmm. big skews, like what Nicole was doing beforehand, big skews through Tesco's yep. and things like that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so it's I've seen almost the three levels of what Four Pure has been, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how do you see it sort of developing in the future? Um, I think well, on my end, the hospitality offering that we're really pushing into is a big part of it with the new taproom build. Yes, um, yes. Our That's hot- going to make a whole world of difference yeah, to you. Isn't definitely. It? Yeah. Well, yeah. So at the minute, I'm running on the mezzanine, which is fine on a weekday. Yeah. But when you're shouting over the top of a, a Saturday taproom, that could be pretty tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think just getting more Four Pure in more people's hands. Getting it more national, getting people to associate the four pure with quality beer. Um, yeah, I think is definitely the direction we're going in. Okay, okay. And you personally, what are you up to in your spare time? What's uh, new um, in the life of Graham? I I'm quite antisocial these days. <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, well, you talk all day. Yeah, you must be sick well, of it by exactly. the time. Exactly. <laughs> it can be hard sometimes when you've done a full Saturday in a tap room to go. Do you know what I really want to do? <laughs> is go to your bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, um, we to be fair, we do a lot. Here, a lot of, like a lot of, if I do socialize, yeah, most of it will be with work people. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, but my girlfriend and I, we cook a lot. We tend to holiday quite a bit when we can afford to. Yeah, and yeah, then just yeah. back and forward to home, kind of. Okay. 
Back to see the family. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. And what do you like to cook? What's your What's your go to? Oh, I'm 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 a complete flake. So we'll go through like each. I'll be really obsessed with something, and I'll cook it for about two to three weeks. I'm the and same. And then stop, and then do something else. I'm the same. What are you obsessed with? So Indian was first. Okay, I have okay, two okay. shelves okay. on my bookshelf, which is about almost four foot long. Yeah, of just Indian cookbooks. Done a lot. We of... need to talk. <laughs> right, that sounds a lot like my bookshelf. Yeah, okay. definitely. Um, yeah. Did a lot of Korean recently. Okay. Because I found a really good Korean restaurant in Clapham, which I loved. Yeah. Did a lot of Korean. Um, but I've gone back the other way, and I'm really into my slow-cooked one-pot meals now. Right, okay. We did some okay. Belgian beer training for the staff. Yeah. And I did like a, I'll butcher how you pronounce it, it's carbonade flamade or something like yes. that. Belgian beef yep. stew. Yep. Um, Classic. Cooked it for like five and a half hours with some Lefe Brun, and it was okay. Unbelievably Sounds good. Amazing. Have you gone through the ramen phase yet? You, I'm not a noodle guy. Aren't you? You've just I not had like, the right ramen. No, and my other half is obs- anything that comes in a warm broth bowl yep. is her idea of perfect food. Right, right. Whereas right. I, I'm a meat and potatoes kind of guy. Okay, okay. <laughs> it'll come, it'll come. Uh, and when it does so, it, yeah. it, it runs deep. But I hear good deep. ramen's hard to come by. Good ramen's really hard to come by. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can get it in London, yeah. places. Mike, who I believe you've interviewed about culinary stuff before, mm-hmm. yeah. he told me he could spot me a good ramen spot or two. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once you have it, then that's it. Okay, good to know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just coming out of my ramen phase. <laughs> I'm going back into tacos at the moment. Oh, see, I haven't quite. I've done. Them, I did burritos for a long time. That was uh-huh. my thing. Yeah. Then naturally went into enchiladas. Yeah. Never did the taco. So right. maybe that's the next step. Okay. Good stuff. Maybe tacos <laughs> next. A, mi- a million Mexican cookbooks coming your way. Definitely. Good. Nice one, Graham. Thanks for your time. Cheers, man. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, Graham. Um, I'm going to come on one of your tours. Definitely. Uh, we should all do that, really. Anyway, um, now we're going to hear from Dan. So Dan's going to explain a little bit about how the expansion's going to change things over the coming year. Um, but firstly, we're going to have a little chat. Uh, we caught up in CBC, so we're going to have a little chat about that. Okay. Hi, Dan. Hello. How's, how's it going? Doing very well, thanks. Good, good, good. The last time I saw you was in a bar in uh, in Denver. It was. It, which makes it sound exotic. But, think, wait, but Denver is the least exotic place in the world. I've yeah, discovered. was it the, um, the uh, Odell's? Odell's uh, Bar. Odell's Bar yeah, in... Yeah. Uh, what, 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 did call, what area did they call it Denver? That I new... don't know. Is it five points? There's always some sort of... Yeah, or something. Uh, I don't know. So I was hearing a story, um, I went out for dinner with the new Belgian guys and they've got a tap room on the other side of the railway tracks. Yes. So apparently the side we were on is where it all happens and there's like a couple of breweries around there, Shake Shack, everything uh-huh. going on. Yeah. The other side of the railway lines, theirs is dead. Oh really? Completely the wrong place. Is it really? Own. Oh no, so oh we no, they're going to have to move are they? Okay, good, 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 good. So we're there for CBC. Yeah. Um, not together. We just not together, we just happened to bump into each other. The yeah, which is the, sort of the biggest sort of craft beer show, trade show, basically, isn't it? There's a lot, there was a lot of stainless steel. Yeah. Um, what what do you go for and what will you sort of take out, do you reckon? Uh, I mean, you know, as usual, it was record attendance, like 14,500 people at the, at the conference, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's great to have a floor, you know, trade floor full of everything that's going on in packaging and brewing and distilling and everything else um, yeah. to see what's happening, not that we're necessarily... Uh, in the market for new brew houses. We, we bought one of those a couple of years when we were in, but it's good to see yeah. what's happening and what's innovating. And, um, and also some of the products that we bought that were fairly, like the Craft Star new brew house, we were the f- mm-hmm. one of the first people to take delivery of that. Right. Still very much star of the show for GA. Yeah, so okay. it's good to see um, 
the choices we made on a relatively new product being something that other people are starting to adopt and go right. with now. So okay. that's, that's good. Okay. Um, and then, what about in terms of sort of trends and you know what's the the, the word on the ground as well, far I mean, as the US is concerned? I mean, we looked at the US as sort of I guess a bit ahead of where we. Yeah. Sort of direction in which the UK may be going. So I think you know the other side of CBC is is that educational track and and, and the educational side, of the seminars and the the different areas mm -hmm. you can explore, and that certainly gives you an insight what's going on. But I think just taking it back to the beer on trends, um, yeah. the most fascinating thing that I saw that I still can't understand uh -huh. is are these cobbler beers. So I went to a number of I breweries. That completely. Did you? Yeah. I went to a number of breweries where they had even a cobbler beer menu. Like, what's a cobbler beer? Why well, have I never even heard of it? So they're these they're these hugely sweet, sort of like you know like cobbler uh, American dessert like a, yeah. you know ap stewed apples with cake on top. So it's really lactose heavy, big body. Right. But then the flavors, the spices are just yeah. all amped up completely out of proportion. So there's like cinnamon coming at you, and there's vanilla everywhere, and then there's apple, and they're just these oh, insane I'm... flavors. And I talked to one of the brewers at. Um, I, I can't remember the brewery now, and I was uh -huh. chatting to him going, wow, you've got all of these beers. He goes, yeah, people just, just, just go nuts for them. Uh -huh. They uh -huh. just go uh -huh. mad for them. They can't, they That's can't amazing. So I don't fancy the idea of that. All they produce, all like, you know, they, they love Did you try one? I, I did, and I brought a few back. So okay. the, uh, coming up this week, we, I'm gonna do a sit down with, a, um, I think I've got a couple of cans of each, so not everybody, but I sit okay. down with a few people and we'll taste through them and see what we think. Okay. Yeah, that was that was fascinating, the cobbler beers. Uh, yeah. We didn't see any when we had, we went to a couple of places, we didn't see any. There, no. I think that uh, on the other side of that, there's actually not much happening, right? No. It was good IPAs and good lagers and yeah. session IPAs and sitting And that's what, that's what all, all the Brits certainly would drink it, is like, just, yep. they just want a really good solid IPA yep. or a session IPA. Yep. Any, anything, anything, we were going low. Anything yeah. under five. five. <laughs> like five, five, Which was five, hard to find. Yeah, yeah. I think go, trying to get a 5% beer was a tough ask. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, but I mean, the, I mean, the other thing I think about Denver was the, mm -hmm. was the weather, right? So one night we were sat, we went brewery to brewery and we're yeah, sat in the, yeah. the big, uh, what was that brewery called? Was Ratio. Called? Ratio. Yeah. So we sat outside, half the brewing conference is there, the sun's shining. Beautiful. It's yeah. great. The next day we met and we were in uh, in the Odell Tap Room and it's snowing and it, it was, was like minus eight degrees. It was bizarre, and, wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, they had yeah, this yeah. complete turnaround. So um, so that was that was interesting. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. Um, okay, so we're also going to talk about expansion plans. Um, and as a person who's probably got more of it in their head than anybody else, where talk us through, I guess the the overall aim and and time scale, and then we'll get yep. down into a bit of nitty gritty. I was thinking about the. We must have had this conversation at least two or three times I on think the podcast we before. <laughs> I don't know about the last time. Next but the, but it, it does keep expanding. Yeah, it does. It um, <laughs> so everyone will be aware. Right now, we're right in the midst of the uh, the expansion and that's taking place in relation to brewing capacity okay and also in relation to hospitality the tap room experience and finally on the warehouse okay so whereas right now and as we have been for the past few years we're split across Bermondsey trading estate we're sat mm -hmm. here my first time actually in the uh, in the podcast studio sat in the yeah. room um, don't say that to Jethro <laughs> well no not first time <laughs> first time attending attending no, a podcast no. but yeah Jethro yeah, yeah. We, we're going to fight over this uh, yeah. but I only use it once a month um, <laughs> so uh, we split around the site as a lot of vehicle movements people movements getting wet walking yep. down truck traversing over you all that type of thing and we're just shaking all that out so we've got this this uh, 
great setup. Whereas if you st stand in front of Unit 23, the original brewery site, yeah. you start there. We'll be making our beer there. And then as you go down to the right, you know, it will go through all the process of, of, of the fermentation, the packaging, and finally mm. at the end, the warehouse. And it makes loads of sense. <laughs> and our team will yeah. all be together. They'll all be in the same sort of block of buildings. Yeah, yeah. And in the middle there, so 23, we've got uh, the cellar, uh, and we've also got the tap room at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, 24, sorry, 22, we've got the... Um, the cellar and the and, and the and the mill and everything else. Twenty three, we've got the brew house. Yep. Twenty four will have more tanks for fermentation. Yeah. Twenty five will be a dedicated unit for the tap room, okay. which I think you've been talking to Graham about. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. So uh, that will have uh, an increased capacity of about five times the current covers. Um, Blimey. Way more, you know, all the extra seating, some really fun execution by Sophie and her team. Okay. So we're really excited for that opening uh, in July. Blimey, okay, um, you don't stick around. <laughs> um, then the other side of that, so if you imagine you've got, you've got your tap room cell in the middle, yep. customers can look to the left, they can see all the fermentation, they can look to the right onto unit 25, mm -hmm. and that, uh, I'm not sure I've got my numbers right, no, 26. They look okay. into 26, and that's where packaging's happening. Right, because so everyone loves a canning machine. Yeah, canning machine, new kegger, and finally 26B at the end will be the warehouse. So the finished product will be going to a building directly connected with an opening in the wall between where the packaging's happening yeah. and where the warehouse is. Okay. And then there's the last little bit, which is right at the end, if everyone's walked down there, there's this triangle of car parking spaces. It's not a small space, actually. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, either side of it are the raised railway lines, and it's sort of fenced in and what have you. But it's a really decent space. And yeah. we think in the summer, we're going to be able to use it to execute some interesting festival awesome. ideas. Awesome. Like okay. Um, so we've a really diverse we site. we go down and have a look. Yeah. yeah, I mean, some of the space we'll keep hold of, like 26 we'll keep hold of for a few more years. It's going to take us time to get out of here, but the lab's going to move quite quickly. Yeah. We'll get all that office space connected up the top. Okay. Um, the lab and sensory move down to the middle, uh, but we'll still keep some of the space for yeah. us to overflow into. And, and okay, and, and I guess fr from an operational perspective, then that makes, it makes perfect sense. What about kind of from a people perspective? How do you feel that will impact? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's, it's 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 pretty clear, you know, the way that we operate, everyone who's in a separate building is operating as an individual team, and maybe their yeah. paths cross at lunchtime or doing the coffee run or whatever it else happens yeah. to be. Um, but getting everybody interacting uh, in that one run of production space or upstairs in that one run of office space, which yeah. will all be connected through without going outside, it's just going to increase... Um, the connection between everybody, the opportunities to support each other, yeah. uh, and um, and and to work as one as one big team and help out where we need to and get things done. Great, great. And what are the timelines then? So yeah, all the, I care about is the tap room. When's yeah. the tap room going to be open? So tap room July. Tap, tap room um, July. Yeah. And I think that the increased brewing capacity July sort of time too. Okay. The final bits of the puzzle, which is the packaging move and the warehouse move, will be mm -hmm. the back end of the year. So we're hoping yep. to get everything done and dusted for January. Okay. Because um, okay. the one big thing we've got to do is move the canning line and the packer from Unit 16, get that, uh, get all the conveyors redesigned and redeployed in a safe and effective way in the new space. Okay. And we don't want to do that in the middle of summer. No, capacity. no, no. And there's probably quite a lot of people listening to that going, oh, oh that's going to fall on my <laughs> <laughs> on my plate. How, how are you going to smooth the process? I guess just 
keep it keep it smooth and keep it do yeah, it do so, it in the quieter time. So, yeah, so Steve Steve's leading up that project, Project Idaho, we call it, um, okay. and that's that. And, and Steve leading that up with got a, project name. That's I think he's got a project name. Brilliant. Um, so he's the he's he's heading that up, supported with Sean, John, uh, Ben, and the team around them to get this uh, to get this done in a way which is going to be safe. Yeah. Um, and you know minimum disruption to everybody okay and, and and that this expansion is really the big thing on your plate right now is that right that's the yeah i i think our, our, our um we're just looking at our numbers for this year and we've been achieving a 42 percent growth over year on year on last year um oh so God. our okay. sales team and our production team are doing an incredible job right now yeah. in amongst all this other work that's going on so yeah as as always with with full pure and no change um, you know, with, with line joining us, we're continuing to power ahead and do lots of hard things all at once to keep us on this right trajectory. Right. Constantly trying to improve um, improve our beer, yeah. um, improve the reach and, and, and the quality of what goes out there to, our, to, our, to the people drinking it uh, yeah. and the safety of our people and the general efficiency of our site. Good. Sounds like a good place to stop. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, good. Thank you for your time. No worries. And uh, yeah, we'll catch up when you've got the next lot of expansion <laughs> plans. Yeah, no them. problem, will do. Cheers, Dan. <laughs> Good stuff. Cheers, Dan. Exciting times as always. So thank you very much for listening to the 4 Pure Podcast. I'll be back next month interviewing some new starters, some people in the two-year club, and whoever else has got something interesting to say. Okay, thanks for listening.